Okay, good. Nervous. You should be. Episode 385, it is Lopez Radio, coming to you from the airwaves of the internet, which aren't actually airwaves, unless you're on Wi-Fi. I guess they're kind of airwaves, right? Um, joining me today is uh, is a good friend of mine. Uh, she just helped me out by doing an episode of Offline with Lopez Radio, which is available on YouTube. Uh, you can find her on Twitch and YouTube at uh, Curdy, K-E-R-R-T-Y. Um, and then you can find her on social media at Curdy Place. It is Curdy. Hi. Hello. Hi. How's How it going? It's great. It's great. I feel so much more relaxed. I'm so, I'm like a ball of stress when I record the other show. Why? I don't know. What's different between that show and this show? It's, a, it's the same thing, really. I'm trying to just be a little more like, so I still record like the video and all the stuff for this one, but this one's just so much more relaxed. It's, it just feels like. I don't know. It just feels like the, the devil you know. This one's pleasure. Business and pleasure. Kind of. And the other one's just still new. That was just episode, what, seven, I think. Lucky number seven. Oh, I couldn't be number six. That's my lucky number. Well. Damn. Missed opportunity, dude. We, we missed it. We missed it. But, I mean, I don't know. Something about this show. I guess because this is 385, and I'm just kind of like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Been here. Done that. Throwing the towel to the wind. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just kind of like, let's just... Let's take off our shoes and relax a little bit. Yeah. Um, we were talking about it in, in offline too. It was like, we're very, actually, I think we did it in the first take that crashed. So we can, this is all brand new now. We were very dumb for not doing this when you were here. <laughs> yeah. We were very yeah. dumb for not doing it. It's such a different experience when the person's sitting across the table from you. And like, I think you, it's just more, I think you just feed off each other's energy more. Yeah. It's hard to do that online. When I'm sitting in my computer room where I work all day. In front of a completely real image. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it helps though that we do, we have met. Yes. And we do know each other. So mm -hmm. I think that helps a little bit. You don't know. When you're like interviewing like somebody else for the first time, like there's just that kind of like. <sighs> it's stressful to think about because you just don't know who they're going to be. You have no idea. Like, is this person going to even want to talk to me when we get going? An idea. Yeah. Like, you're pretty good about, like, researching a little bit. Feeling people out. I still get nervous just because I, I, I want, I think it's not even the fact that I'm worried about me holding my own in a conversation because I feel like I can do that. It seems like it's more so it's like, are they going to be comfortable? Or are they going to be intimidated? Because some people come on and they're just kind of like, what? What's happening? I feel like you're very good though about leading the conversation, which I think is something. <laughs> Have you ever? I I was listening to a podcast the other day, mm -hmm. um, and there was just this like moment of silence, and it was just like I had to check my phone to see if it stopped playing, but it was the most. <laughs> awkward silence like just edit out that 10 seconds of silence to make it seem like the conversation was just flowing you know what i mean <laughs> mm -hmm. there is something about some people know how to use silence really well there's uh there's a show parents <laughs> they're punishing their children <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much. There's that. Very effective. But in like in a sh- in a show manner, like there's there's a radio show that I used to listen to that that is now no longer together anymore. Um, but they just thrived on really just those awkward moments of just making some uncomfortable statements to their guests and just awkward silences. everybody sits there and like marinates and like you can you can just hear like the the guests being like okay they just asked me that are we gonna is this a real question or are you guys gonna say you're joking at any point and they just sit there and stare at him and wait on him and i'm just like oh god it's so cringy Ugh. it feels I terrible like i don't you know, like that so how do you feel about like like Borat, like when you see like the Ali, the Ali G show where like he's sitting there and he's absolutely saying the worst things to people, but playing it straight. And they're I like, I don't like him. I don't no. think he's funny. I don't know. No, you can say what you want, but I, I don't think he's funny. I don't find that stuff humorous to me. I think some of his stuff is funny. I think when he's actually interviewing someone that is that, that needs to be called out and he's like calling them out, but in his own little way, like almost like saying their ridiculous things back to them kind of stuff, mm. you know, I can, I can appreciate that. I can, I can appreciate stuff like that, mm. but it was kind of like that. Did you see that video that I sent to you earlier on TikTok? Yes. With Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. where they went around what I'm assuming New York or something. And they were like asking people, they're like, Oh, this is the number one man in America right now. And they're like, okay. And they're like, do you know who it is? And they're like, no. And I was like, Oh my God. And he was just ragging on people yeah, for not knowing who Chris Pratt was. Okay. Now that was funny. I, I did appreciate that. I, I like, see, I like that weird, like on the you know, man on the street type stuff. So I don't know if you ever watched, there used to be a, a, a channel called all gas, no breaks on YouTube. Um, you've definitely seen clips of his stuff before. It's Andrew Callahan. Now he's on. Now he's on a channel called Channel Five, and he's he's always in a really like odd looking suit, and he's using a lapel mic as a mic to talk to people at like spring break and stuff like that, or or like or these random events. Like he'll go to like Talladega, but he 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 always goes and his videos are always really good. But what he really excels at is asking a question. And usually when you ask a question, you're being interviewed by somebody, they want to keep the conversation going. Right. So they'll just, once you stop answering your answer, then they kind of pick up, but he just kind of like, will leave it there in front of them. They'll like answer the question and then he'll just like, leave it right in their face. And they'll be like, you know, because blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden they just start word vomiting because they're uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That so makes sense. that's where that kind of thing works. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm comfy here. And yeah, I think most of it has little to do with like me being afraid of the guest, but me just wanting to be, cause I'm like that in life, right? Like I, I don't want anybody to be uncomfortable. Like I want everybody to be comfortable and hanging out and having a good time. And I don't know, I guess that kind of is where that translates over to. I'm just kind of like, okay, I hope I'm good to them. Cause I, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that translates really well with you being a, a podcaster because it's, it's kind of like your home, right? Like you're inviting them into your, your safe space and you want to make them feel welcome. You want to make them, yeah. you yeah. know, I want them to feel good. I want them to, I want, want them to, come to over. you want to make them a hot cup of cocoa or something, yeah. you know, make them feel good. 
Because when you're uncomfortable, you don't want to talk, right? You want just want to get the, you, it's, it's, it triggers fight or flight. Like it can be like it's this like weird a therapist office where you're like, so how does that make you feel? Yeah. They're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel terrible. Why are we not talking? <laughs> Why is it silent right now? <laughs> just keep talking. Just, the crickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, we're here. I'm glad you are here. Um, and uh, I'm hoping I can. Uh, I can make a good episode out of that offline uh, episode. We talked about a lot of stuff. So I'm like, I always run into this problem and I'm sure you have too. when you're, um, when you're having to edit a lot of content down, you're like, but I love it. What do I keep? Right. Yeah. You're like, but I love that. Is and this it's funny. Yeah. Do I keep this part? Mm-hmm. Is this crucial to this moment? Can I Marie Kondo this situation and does it make me happy? Like, do I feel joy? I've been so bad about that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I'm editing videos, uh, it's I will watch it like five or six times. Like that's what takes me so long. This is why I just want somebody else to do my work for me mm-hmm. because I think we're our biggest critics, crit- critics right? Like mm-hmm. we critique ourselves more than anybody else is going to critique us. So when I'm like watching this stuff, I'm like, God, that part's so stupid. I'm like, oh, I just made a really stupid face there. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You just critique every little thing. You're too close you're to it. Like, yeah. And then sometimes there's like something funny happens earlier in the video and you're like, well, do I keep this whole middle piece that connects the two together or can I like somehow cohesively make them get rid of this, still keep this? It's, it's hard, man. It's I tough. Just want somebody else to do it. You need somebody else to look at it and be like, that's not that funny. <laughs> it's yeah it, exactly because there you, you get too close to it and like you need that impartial judgment right someone who's not yeah married to the to the content so to speak and sure because i mean i know this has happened to you it's happened to me you'll be you'll be watching something back and something might be hilarious to you but it's an inside joke and you're like oh someone who just finds Nobody this else is gonna get it yeah and it might even it's be hilarious, hilarious to hilarious yeah and it might even be hilarious to the people that are in your chat at the moment because they know what's going on. But like sure. just most of the people who find you on YouTube have no idea what Twitch is sometimes like. And so they're just kind of like, well, what are they even talking about? Like, why is that funny? Why is that even in this video? And uh, I'm too I get too close to my content. That's why I've got like podcasts that are too. three hours long and I can't trim any of it. <laughs> I feel like podcasts would be harder though, right? Because you have that ebb and flow of a conversation. Mm. Yeah, you cut something out and it gets weird. In the offline one, we circled back to topics. So it's like, do you get rid of this in the beginning? Because this at the end is not going to make sense if you do that. You know what I mean? I have a theory. I'm going to trim about 30 seconds off that. (laughs) That whole thing. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to just trim 30 seconds out. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's yeah. I want that, to challenge you to remove two minutes, <laughs> two whole minutes. Really, Marie Kondo, that. Yeah. Here's what I need you to work on this week, and when we talk, when we get together next week, when we get to next <laughs> week, <laughs> I need you to storyboard that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's tough, like because, like you said, we circled around to a lot of things, and I said, I said, mm-hmm. oh, and we're circling back to what we talked about earlier. <laughs> if I cut that oh, out of there, like if you have, yeah. <laughs> You can't really? cut that out now. People are like, wait a minute. Did I miss something? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's the catch. Maybe that's the secret to everything, Lopez. Mm. You just need to add that into your conversation because then if somebody thinks they missed something on a topic they want to hear, they're just going to go back. Yeah. 
It's just more minutes listened. It's yeah. it it kind it's kind of a win win really. Yeah, just fuck with your audience. You're gonna grow beyond worst, belief. Where worst case scenario, they leave a comment down below. Right. And they're like, I don't I don't know where you're talking about this conversation. Engagement. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Just leave that at the end of your in your new videos. Do you have any questions? Did I did I mislead you in any way? Comment <laughs> below. Comment below. Oh yeah, it's uh, podcast is tough because. I mean, it's tough and it's easy, right? It's easy because you can just hit record and just talk. And sure. it's it's tough because it's hard to, especially when you've been talking for, you know, two, three hours, it's hard to know that the wind has gone out of the sails, so to speak, because sometimes you can be at the end and you'll be in the last like 10, 15 minutes and you're just like, yeah. And the other person's like, mm-hmm. And you're yep. like, so. Yeah. You got to know when to punch out. You got to know when to punch out and it's tough to do. Um, that's why those those structured podcasts do so well is because they literally are just like we're in fill every gap. Right. Here's what we're talking about today. Here's the, here's the topic. They might have a little bit of chitter chatter before and then they get into it and then 30 minutes is over and they're done. And that's professional. I was going to say that's how good people work. But uh, yeah, and we're not good people. <laughs> these people have teams. Wing it. We're terrible people. That's what I'm saying. Why are you here? <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, it's 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 tough. It's a tough thing to to kind of to parse that out because you do just get so close to you just get to be get to having a good time. And I don't know. Just I think the good thing about podcasts is just recording these moments in conversation, right? Mm. Like I think so much nowadays that we're just sitting on our phones and God, when I was younger, I would talk on the phone for hours with my friends, mm -hmm. just about nothing, just walking around the house, doing chores, just talking about nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now the phone rings and I'm like, eh. <laughs> they'll leave a message. I don't really want to talk to this person. <laughs> It's important they'll text God, me. I gotta talk on the phone to people. Yeah. I think we're just living in this digital world now. We're like, or even when we were younger, you couldn't get a hold of your friend, you show up at their damn house. Why aren't you answering my calls? Their parents are like, oh, so and so's here. Come in. Is your phone working? Now yeah, you it's been up. working. <laughs> now you show up at someone's house. They're like, what are you doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think podcasts and these conversations are very important because I just don't think people sit down anymore and have conversations like this. It's so sad to say, but it's true. Well, and even in kind of the stuff that we do on, on the Twitch side of things, it's a very one-sided, right? Like it's there, you do have stuff coming back at you, but it's not, it's not a real conversation, right? You're just kind of yelling, yelling things out, responding to it's a couple things. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is that? No one's there. No one's no one's there. <laughs> or like sometimes these are these are my favorite moments where like something like something amazing rarely ever happens in a game. You know what I mean? Like that you've played for 3000 hours. Mm -hmm. But like something happens. I'm like, oh, my God. Did you see that? And Chad's just silent. You're like, no, nobody. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, guess, I guess I'll go fuck myself. People here are like, what? <laughs> Nobody's saying anything. This is incredible. Like oh, you get so worked up and it's just like, there's just nothing, there's nothing to work with. And you're like, oh my God. Okay. Well, 
It's always the moments you don't expect to blow up, right? Like you're just kind of like, oh, you're just, you just do some like weird. You spill a LaCroix on your keyboard. It's the best thing that's ever happened to you. (laughs) Like everybody notices that. (laughs) You actually do a feat that's nearly impossible and everybody's just like, what? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you say something? Yeah. Oh, good job. But yeah, <laughs> okay. then you accidentally fall to your death in a game and then everybody's there to see it. They're like, oh my God, what happened? 10,000 clips made. GG. So embarrassing. <laughs> Gamer girl can't play games. Yeah. Headlines. What yeah. are you doing? Why are you even here? Um, <laughs> so uh, I've been kind of... I mean, I know we've been going for a little while, but I've been kind of starting these out with uh, with a question. And uh, that okay. question is, uh, what's on your mind? What's been uh, what's been what's been on your mind in general? Do you know the last time somebody's ever asked me that? I don't know. When? How long? I don't know. Never. I don't know. It's been forever. I don't again. You just don't have these conversations with people. It's usually like, what's up? going on it's never like what's on your mind i don't know man i don't know what's on my mind mostly work work is usually always on my mind you're working hard i work a lot yeah and i think i need to learn to work smarter and not harder and we've had this conversation before but i think it's getting to the point where i really need to take it seriously Uh, well that burnout you know what i mean mm mm-hmm well, it just become, I always take those opportunities, like, cause I think you and I and, and our friends have always shared that, like, I'm feeling it, like, I'm feeling like, so, I don't know, fidgety about things. Like, I'm not happy mm-hmm. with where I'm, what with what I'm doing and, you know, I want to do something different. And I think that that's just the mind being like, all right, it's time to change things up. Like it's, it's the mind not letting you kind of just accept, all right, this is fine. This is all good. Like it's almost challenging yourself to do it. And not everybody has that. I think some people just like would rather just sit there and do what they've been doing forever. I think I've just spent the last like year and a half just so focused on like making this like new job of mine work out that like now, like I have a hard time disconnecting from it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when I'm not working, I'm thinking about working and like, I know a lot of people do that. Like, when you have a job that you're very involved in, like it's when you're not at work, you're thinking about it. And I think I got to get to this point. I got to find a disconnect from it. You know what I mean? But it's hard to do when I work at home and then everything I do is here at home. If I were to go to an office or to a retail store or a restaurant where I'm working, you have that separation, right? You walk in the door work you walk out the door home like you have that break and that separation i don't i get up i walk across my hallway and i go to work and then in the evening um i mean eric likes to play games when he gets home because he doesn't get to do that right like that's his escape for the day so i just hang out in here to spend time with him but then what am i (laughs) instead of playing a game that i want to play i just work <laughs> I just work more well and you're in a situation too where and 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 my wife's been in the situation too where like where 
you are your work and play area are the same space. Yes. So. So when you finally go to your play area, you think I got to work. Yeah. You can't just turn that off, right? Turn it off. No, it's really hard. So there's a disconnect. I've been trying to focus myself on like different projects, right? Like now that I'm home a lot, I've been doing a lot of like decluttering. Mm -hmm. I find that when I'm getting older now, I just don't want anything. Yeah. Like I had all of this stuff that I was collecting before, but now I'm like, why, why did I have this? It's like the opposite of a retirement plan, right? You want to set yourself up to where by the time you're old and decrepit, you've got like a couple of things, you know, I've got like, yeah. I've got my keyboard <laughs> just like standing there. Like, I'm kind of like, why do I have all this stuff? Like I don't yeah. use it. All I do is I play computer games and I, you know, cook some food or something like this. Why do I have all of this stuff? I don't want it. I've got so much stuff like that. I got a lot of memorabilia stuff. Like just, why do we hold on to that stuff? I think in a way, some people need it. Like, like, not 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 like need it this funko pop (laughs) not need it to live but it's like one of those things where you're kind of like i don't know it's like little displays of your personality and no one ever sees it like no one's ever down here in this studio like no one ever comes down here i know and that's the thing lopez i have so much stuff like i have i have a dining room table that seats eight people i've never had anybody over for dinner (laughs) 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 <laughs> you just you both sit at the anybody over for dinner at each end of a long table like in the the old batman movie like where he's like could you pass the, the salt chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so bad like why do we have this stuff you know i i probably have like 40 bottles of wine i don't drink wine anymore i i have like a hundred wine glasses <laughs> I don't drink wine anymore. Why do I have these things? I don't know. You should start drinking like your tea and your water out of them. Just for the hell of it. Just have it on, have it on stream. Just like, oh yes. Very nice. <laughs> what are you drinking? Mm. Oh, it's, it's my tea. <laughs> my oh, fancy. LaCroix. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is, this is, uh, should. I should look really bougie. This is orange LaCroix. Orange, yeah. <laughs> Indubitably. Yes. Orange LaCroix. Um I don't know, like I, I feel like the 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 little memorabilia stuff is more important for like is more important than an eight seated dining room table. <laughs> like I feel like it does more for your mental, right? To be like sure. I like this stuff. Like it's a representation of me and maybe no sure. one will ever see it, but I, I like looking at like it. Like that. Yeah. Where I like I really like this little thing or whatever, but now I find that now that I'm getting older, like I just get so much more excited about other things. Like mm-hmm. I really want to remodel my kitchen. Like that's my obsession right now. I think that falls right into our age group. Cause we're kind of in that situation too. I think that's like, that is my obsession right now to improve the dwelling. I've just been like, Oh man, you ever go down Pinterest, Pinterest lane. You ever just take a stroll down uh, that app. I've been forced by gunpoint down that lane a few times. Look at this one. Uh huh. Take a take a look. Oh yeah, yep. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine Chris <laughs> really liking that app for sure. Yeah. But like, man, you just type in like, 
you know, Navy kitchen and just all your wildest dreams come true. Right. And you're like, oh, my God. Yes, that could be me. That could be mine. That could be mine. And now I've just I've been obsessing over it. So I guess that's you know what? That's what's been on my mind. Lopez. Mm-hmm. Navy kitchen with. Gold hardware okay. and an island with the white marble with the gold flecks in it. I was like, yeah, I would love a Navy kitchen a out of Tuscany. Pile. I've really gone down this. Okay. The ranch sink with no divider in the middle. I swear to God, if there's a divider in the middle, it's ruined. Yes. The whole kitchen's ruined. I want it to be like I a just... small bathtub in the middle of my counter. <laughs> Clawfoot tub. Right. Just set on the couch. I don't need a dining room. I need a clawfoot tub. <laughs> just to do my dishes in. Just to relax at the end of the day to unwind. Uh, oh yeah. Those are the those are the dreams. That's what's been on my mind. I think that's pretty I think that's pretty normal. Um You think so? I think so for Comment people down below. Comment down below. I wanna know your age group and I wanna know when you start getting excited about kitchen stuff because They're like I'll be excited when I can afford a house. True. When I can when I can move out of an apartment. True. I mean, you can still dream about these things, sure. though, right? Like, yeah. man, this obsession. Like, I don't know. Just getting excited about, like, oh, because, can I say this? Is it the toaster oven? Like, oh, yeah. Got, you just got a toaster oven with the air fryer? Like, that's exciting, right? Dude, I'm, I've done so many things with it. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Have you gone, have you done the takeout french fries? Because that's. I have reheated pizza. Uh, and it. Once you get your takeout, right? Like you, whenever you get home, the fries, they're like soggy. They're never as good, man. You just pop those babies in there for five minutes and it's like, oh, sweet baby potato. <laughs> it's just crispy goodness. It's perfect. <laughs> it's so good. It's perfect. It's just so, it just brings a tear to your eye. The French fries are just so good again. And it's just so wonderful. Yeah. It. I mean, it's that, that kind of stuff is nice. And I think that's just, I don't know. It's funny because you'll you'll be scrolling like i don't know if you follow 30 af on uh on instagram they always i mean it's just it's just people reposting other people's stuff they give them credit and everything um but 30 af yeah that's a whole nother i like how you added that into there 30 af and it's just like all these things where you're just kind of like it's that whole thing i hate i hate using the phrase but it's that whole like i feel seen like i feel like feel like they just feel seen reached out and ripped my soul out with that post um but yeah no i think i think it's absolutely has everything to do with i think everybody that in our age that has a house is, is doing the same thing right now is this like a normal phase that you go through though like you just i imagine it is though right like once you once you get into a new space like you're just looking at the same space right like i think us as humans kind of just crave something different sometimes here's the real here all right so here's the real question when it comes to that you work from home my wife works from home sure yeah your husband works at an office or Mm -hmm. on site somewhere else right i work in an office how much does how much how into these projects is he Don't look at me like that. Not as much as you. I'm going to get, I'm going to venture to guess. No, uh, he's very interested actually. Um, mostly because he's a chef, right? Sure. 
So it would make sense that he would want a nice space for the kitchen. Here's here's the issue that we're dealing with, right? I know this isn't very podcast worthy, but maybe somebody can relate. Sure. The kitchen is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's actually, no, I lied. It's The counter space is very small. There we go. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of counter space. The kitchen itself is very large. Like, it's just a big ass open space. Like, there's room for like an eight seat or table in there, but it's not there. It's in the basement because nobody ever comes over. Right. Um, so we have plans to add like an entire wall of cabinets with extra counter space for like a coffee bar and stuff and an island. Like there's room for an island where, you know, you can throw a couple seats and stuff and there's still going to be room to walk around. So I think he's, I think, yeah, I think he's actually pretty excited for it. He's not excited for the planning because he hates planning. Mm. he usually leaves the planning to me and it's usually like, which one do you like this one or this one? And he's usually like, yeah. Sounds good. good. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even look like, <laughs> you know, I guess, so. I, I guess what I'm thinking is like, it's more indicative of the people who have to be at the location more, right? Cause you're having to look at it way more than he does. Cause he's gone to work during the day all day. I think we all just want like a space that we're proud of. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the space that we're in is kind of dated. Mm. I shouldn't say that because it's like built in the 90s, but it's dated. You know what I mean? Like it's original to the house. Like it has like the. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't want linoleum top. Is that a thing? I don't I don't even know. Laminate top. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's go with laminate. It's like it's like gray with like blue speckles and stuff in it. It's not great. Okay. And it has particle board under it. Like if you yes. were to chip it off. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's one of those like countertops that everyone had at some point. Sure. It's, it, it's pretty dated, right? Not saying that like I need granite or anything like that. Cause I don't, but like, you know, it's, it's been through a few families and sure. you, you can tell there's like a couple stains on like one side or whatever mm-hmm. that I usually just hide with like the dish rack or whatever, but yeah, and I think we're starting to find out that like the house wasn't built by the top brass, you know? Like, sure. <laughs> some things were, some corners were cut here and there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think some things need to be redone so right. that they're up to code. Uh, kind of like we bought a we couple we bought last year, right? For Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah. Yes. What are we going to get each other for Christmas? Well, we want a new refrigerator, right? Uh, so we bought a new refrigerator. I measured everything, man. Like I measured like 10 times that space, found a fridge and I'm like, sweet, I've got two inches of room, you know? So I got like an inch on either side. It's going to be perfect. I measured so many times, Mm -hmm. but did I measure all the way down to the floor? Like, did I measure like 10 different times in different spaces? No, because I didn't expect my wall to be crooked. (laughs) So now, so now (laughs) my fridge doesn't fit. It just oh, yeah. looks like it's sitting sideways when it's not. It's just like a little tilted. I like removed the, what you call it? The baseboard mm-hmm. around the bottom. Cause I'm like, that'll give me enough effect, a little extra space. Right. Still not enough. Like it's just like sticking out so far from the counter. So now it's kind of like, well, guess I gotta redo the whole kitchen. <laughs> Fit the refrigerator in here. Yeah. We're in that situation with our, with our kitchen where it's like, and I had a friend that had, had this happen where they delivered his fridge and it was, <laughs> comedically too big for his 
for his kitchen. <laughs> it looked like someone took like giant, like giant furniture and set it in a small room. <laughs> he, he opens up the doors and like he's up against his other his other counter. Oh no! Like, he got to open did it and swing. Or just did he not realize? I think everything, like the height and the width, were measured, but like the depth was kind of left out of out of the mix. So like. <laughs> Oh, like, this th- this fridge would have fit perfect if it would have, you know, been, you know, fit between the crooked wall or the crooked. Maybe the countertop is crooked. I don't know because it looked yeah. like they like cut off, you know, mm-hmm. something's not right either way. So we got to redo our whole kitchen now because the fridge doesn't fit. <sighs> this is uh yeah. I don't know. It is a weird thing to kind of be like obsessed with, but like not at the same time. Right. To want to like improve your space because like you could you could be in a worse space, but you're like, but this sure. could could be better. I get it. The space is fine the way it is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine, it's functional, but I don't know. I think I just I you're you're right. You're right. I I'm in the space so much that like I look at it so much that I just am not really. You can just tell that it was like DIY, you know? Yeah some chick was really excited to do like half white cabinets with half blue cabinets and then paint the wall piss yellow. Like, you know, like it's like, why was this your choice in color? I just like cannot handle. We have talked about this since I moved into this house, that piss yellow wall. Like I cannot (laughs) stare at this color anymore. Lopez. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like why? Like everything else in the house is pretty much like gray. Mm hmm. Which gray and yellow usually go great together, right? But not when it's this like pale baby chick yellow. Right. With like white and gray and like this weird medium blue. It's just awful. It's awful. Yeah. And and I I hate it. I think I just hate it so much that I'm just obsessing over it. It's funny because like I can, I've definitely pictured, pictured my wife. And I can, I can picture, I can picture you doing the same thing. Like I just picture it being quiet in the house and you're sitting there. Is my coffee in the morning. And you're just like, and all of a sudden you're just going to, you take a sip and you go. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> Why would you choose that color? Like what was going through your mind? That's that you a painted f- half the <laughs> house that color. That's at a 45 degree angle. What the fuck is that? Like, you just, <laughs> yeah. you just see these details that you just. She's probably worse about it because she does like insurance and stuff, right? Um, she picks up on these like, that should not be like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't say. I mean, she can be like she she's she, she can see something and be like, yeah, that needs to be replaced. That's not good. That's not good. We definitely have pulled up to uh, to houses before and she's like, oh, they need their roof replaced. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you gonna tell him that? She's like, shut up. Or like when I, when we went to the cabin, she like walked in like literally 30 minutes later. She was like, oh my god, there's water damage. There's water damage yep. upstairs. I was like, oh, there's some in the bedroom too. Because <laughs> <laughs> she just like she just naturally just looks in those corners. You're like, water's coming in up there. I'm like, oh shit. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, I think it just, it has a lot to do with that. If you're around something a ton, like you just want to see it. My fear would be you do this change, right? You make all these renovations and stuff. And then like either a, you don't, don't, you don't like them. Don't put this in my mind. Don't put this in my mind. You don't like them or 
you get tired of them really quick. <laughs> You're like, that's another thing too, right? Do you go bold? Do you like make a statement piece, mm. or do you just go safe, boring and neutral? The safe route, just cut in case you need to resell. Mm-hmm. It depends on the intention. Like we definitely, have, we definitely have projects that are like, is this worth doing? Like, cause so we'll be like, we want to do this thing. And I'm like, okay, is, is it feasible? Like, we'll look at the cost and I'm like, all right, if we're going to be moving out anytime before 10 years, no, if we're going to be here longer than sure. But I think kitchen, uh, like kitchen is like one of those things that always carries over, right? Yeah. Kitchens. Yeah. Bathrooms, sure. kitchens, probably not laundry rooms, which I need to do. Um, <laughs> probably not that, but that's the kind of stuff that'll at least help the house, you know? Right. Right. It's, it's going to help you more than it's going to hurt you. So um, now that we've bored everybody to tears with our, with our dreams about our houses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what's been on my mind. Tell me. Um, I didn't think, and, and, and we're not going to get political about, about it, but I never thought I'd be like the go vote guy. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like, like, please go vote. Like, get the fuck out there. Um, I know exactly how you feel. I used to um, not give a shit. I actually, I actively nope. told people not not to vote when I was in radio. <laughs> I was always the really. Yeah, I was like, I was like, my, you're like talking to thousands of people, and you're like, forget about it. I was like, I was like, Lopez says don't vote. Like, I had a whole like Uncle Sam like, don't oh vote. God. Like a whole like a whole thing. Yeah. Wow. I'm learning so much about you. But the stakes didn't feel that high then. They just didn't. They don't. No. I think also you just have that. When you're younger, you don't have that grasp about, you know, how everything works mm-hmm. or why your, your health care matters <laughs> or <Yeah>. why, <laughs> you know. Like why certain things matter more than others. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I just don't think that you have that much of an impact when you're younger because you've never had to deal with it and you don't have a grasp for it. Now that we have a, a grasp for it, I think that, I think it matters a lot more. And I think yeah. you just don't want a bad person right. being in control. Yeah. Button, it- you know? It, well, there's that. And it's like just understanding the gravity of it all. Right. Like there's sure. sure like, like I think about it now, like just in terms of my kid, right. Like it'll sure. be so many yeah, years, huge. it'll be so many years, like before she understands the gravity of even paying bills. Right. Like, so it's, it's, it's all that. And I think that when you're young, politics is so boring and just, like, you're like, that's adult stuff. That's Wall Street Journal stuff. Who reads that it shit? Is. Too many words. Um, I don't know. It's just, I just never thought I'd, I'd be like telling people to go vote. Do you find that now, <laughs> this is kind of weird, now that you do go and vote and you're kind of that guy, do you find now that you're kind of judgy to the people who aren't voting? No. No. Okay. That's I, good. I'm, I'm not, I, I could see where I, I could see where I could get to that point, but I'm just kind of like, I don't get mad because I knew I, I know I was that person at one point, you know, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't that long ago. Like 
<laughs> I know. It really a couple years ago. Yeah. Like Yeah. The what? Let's see. Twenty 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 was the first presidential election I ever voted in. I I think that was mine first one too, if I'm yeah. being completely honest. I had never voted on anything prior to that. Same. Was Same. it 2020 or was it 2016? Do you think that it's also, I don't know, especially this um, voting. For me, I thought it was the most important because mostly because of the women's rights thing. Yes. Obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was. I felt like as a woman and as someone who, although I don't have children of my own, a lot of my friends do and a lot of them are girls and I don't want them growing up in a place where they don't have, they have less rights than we do. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right as all, at all. Um, I don't think that a bunch of, old men running the country should have the ability to tell me what I can and cannot do with my body or what anybody can and cannot do with their body. I think that's very wrong. So I yeah. think that's why this year to me, it was so important. I've always been a not, not a big fan. I've always been not a big fan of people putting themselves in a position to give a shit about things that have nothing to do with them. Um, or just trying to dictate how other people live their lives. Right, right. So in in high school, in early college, it was growing up in the South is very much like uh, like I really don't like pushy religious people. That really mm -hmm. bugs me because um, sure. I, I know that I know personally a lot of people that were affected in a very terrible way by that, you know? Yeah. And I just because they were like, you know, they were just kind of put in a situation where people they they were supposed to love them and care about them really were really hard on them about that kind of stuff. And I hate seeing that. I hate that people I've have to that. go through that, you know? We're just yeah, kinda like seen that as well. You know, like people that not not exactly disowned, but they're definitely not well liked in their own family, you know? And it's just unnecessary stress too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just let people live their lives. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. Is it bothering you? No, it's not. Oh. You think it is, but it's not. Yeah. Like, just let them live their lives the way that they want to live their lives. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Well, yeah. And it's and just the fact that, like, you can have so much of a problem about two people wanting to get married, regardless of what their gender is. Like, yeah. Why? You know, why does it matter? But it does it to some people. They just, my country's falling apart. You know, it's it's just. It's like, no, your, your little, the, the idea of what you have as your country in your head is falling apart and it's sure. all your problem. It's all your fucking problem. Sure. You know, a big thing about this, like we're going back to the social media thing. Mm -hmm. Social media is just, it's so big, but like people just take everything that they see online now and they just take it for gospel. Like It's like that person was cooking meth in high school and you're taking their word for it right now. <laughs> like oh, yeah. that is not 
that is not a credential. Okay. Like that is not a valid source of information. All right. Right. Like we cannot listen to what this guy is saying, but it's, it's bad. Like this is where people are getting their information. And I think this is what fuels a lot of these people because when we were younger, right? Like if you wanted information, you had to spend 30 minutes on dial up and you were going to wait there for one question from ask Jeeves. All right. Mm -hmm. Like now anybody can go online and they can find somebody who has the same twisted view as they do on TikTok or whatever. And then they feel like a sense that how do I, how do I say this? They've, they've been, they feel validated. They feel validated in their feelings because somebody else feels that same way too. And it's so much easier now in the world that we live in to find people who feel there's gotta be somebody, there's going to be some nut job that feels the same way as you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like they're there, but I mean, it doesn't make it right, but it's a lot easier for people to feel validated. And I think that's where a lot of this comes from now. Yeah. Confirmation bias. A lot of the crazy comes from now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That confirmation bias, like it, that if, if there is, if there is, if there's just anyone that has any slight difference in belief, they're going to be able to find someone who agrees with them because we're all, we're all connected and it's, and it's cool in some ways. Cause like, like us and our friends, we're able to get together and hang out and play games and all that stuff. Like, I feel like that's more of a picture of what the internet was supposed to be, you know, like bringing people yeah. together, you know, Cat to rooms, right? chat rooms was a big thing yeah oh that didn't last long did it no it did not no no it, it didn't take long like were you did you so did you ever do that you did the aol thing right like yes okay yep and you you got into some of those aol chat rooms like oh yeah it didn't take shouldn't long have been there right shouldn't have been there no it didn't take long for people to, that age. to be like how can i work this to my horniness like how <laughs> age sex location asl you know, That's it. I needed to know. We always pretended to be somebody else that we weren't, you know, mm. just for the entertainment factor. Not even to protect yourself. Just just, no. just because you wanted to fuck with people. Just to mess with people. Yeah. yeah when we were kids, we we're like 14 yeah. in AOL chat room, which is just probably full of all predators. Let's be real. Yeah. 31 female Missouri. Just messing with people. <laughs> just mess with people as kids, which is probably the best case scenario for what happened. But I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how we're not dead. Mm. Like our generation, the stuff that we did as kids, and I'm sure you can relate. Mm. You've done, you were, you did some questionable things. You sure. went, you snuck out at night, you went camping in some weird woods area with some people you don't know or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how we're not dead. I talk about this with my girlfriend all the time. Like the stuff that we did would just not fly now. Yeah. Dude, there's, there were times, so there's just one time I got a, I got one similar to that, right? I had this group of friends that I kind of roamed with in, uh, late middle school, early high school. And, uh, they were kind of the ones that introduced me to pot and all that stuff. And I was like, it was a Halloween night and I think we were all gonna, we were going to go graveyard. (laughs) everyone was going to go to this this haunted house and i was like cool and they were like we're gonna get we're gonna get high before we go and i was like all right so so i'm i'm just kind of along for the ride i'm not driving yet so i'm along for the ride with the one the one dude that could drive like that was just for some reason all the people he was hanging out with were like three years younger than him that that guy 
Yep. I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. Everybody's 14, 15, and he's like 17, 18, right? 18. Yep. Yep. Um, because no, probably because no one his age would put up with his bullshit. Um, Tag he, that guy in the comments below. I'm right. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comment below on your story. Tag, tag that guy. Um, and we ended up over at this house, this like, and I, and I knew where we were at. We were in my hometown, but I had just never been to this, this someone's house. I didn't know. It's one of those big old mm-hmm. houses. And they had like one of those, uh, one of those garages. You never, you ever been in a garage where like clearly no work goes on in this garage, right? It's literally just like when you, every time you walk in, there's just a circle of folding chairs where people just sit around yeah. and bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And it's the dad garage. Yeah. Yeah. It's the just, dad cave. And, uh, we proceed to to smoke up, and um, I have never been really good with pot, never. Um, I dabble, um, but I've never been a good high person. Like I need to be in really comfortable, familiar surroundings, and if I'm not there, I don't do well mentally, right? And it's all inside my head. Like I'm not oh, freaking okay. out, like being like, "You gotta get me out of here, man." I'm just kind of sitting there, like in dread, you know. <laughs> Like the anxiety just creeping up and setting in. Yeah. And time slows. Like having an internal panic attack with yourself. 100%. Yeah. Um, And time slows way, 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 way down for me when I'm, when I'm in that state. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you're, you're panicking. That's why it's lasting. It feels feels like it's lasting longer because you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, immediately I realized this isn't going to go well. Um, (laughs) And we're all sitting there around and it's like, so the circle is like a few of my friends and then all these people, other people that were older that I didn't know. And then I look over at one point and all my friends are gone and I'm still sitting in this garage with all these people I don't know. And it's weird because they don't know me. So no one's interacting with me, but I'm still sitting there awkwardly, but like you're too high to do anything. Right. Like, yeah. And I'm looking at this clock. There's this digital clock out there on like the workbench or something like that. The workbench that nothing happens on. <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm like, all right, it's 8.59. And then I swear to Christ, it goes 8.58. Like it went backwards. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> it's like the TV show. Yeah. I was like, all right, wait a minute. Wait. And then that kind of set me off. And I was kind of like. You know, man. I go, I leave the garage. I make my way back to the house. I go inside. That was the last straw. I'm looking around and I'm like, where the fuck is everyone at? And I go out front. My friends are gone. No. They left me there. And I was like, all right, this is not fun. No cell phones. No cell phones. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cell phone time. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is time to go to someone's house and knock on a door, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how I got in touch with them, but they ended up coming back to get me. But it felt like I was in that house and it was like Did they did they just remember that they forgot you and came back, or did you actually have to like call somebody? I think so. Or they ended up going back to one of my friend's houses and I picked up an actual phone and called because you had phone numbers in your head. Right. Right. You re- you knew a hundred phone numbers. Yeah. I think what happened is the older guy that was driving everyone around was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. You know, just like, we're going to go to the haunted house. 
they just didn't get you. Like they just remember. I oh my god! I think I'd they were that so high. Mad. I wasn't. I I wasn't happy. Um, I would have been so mad. But I was also super insecure at that point. So I was just kind of like, I can't say that that friends. hasn't happened to me though. Mm. I've also I lost my car one time. What? You want a high story? I'll tell you a high story. Sure. So I um. It was so dumb too. So I drove to the coffee shop mm-hmm. uh, with my roommate. We went and grabbed a coffee, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is kind of like where everybody showed up. It was just, it's a really small town. So everybody knew everybody. You know what I mean? Like I just hang out at the coffee shop and somebody would show up and then we'd go hang out. Sure. Right. So my friend Courtney and I, whenever we, whenever we hung out, she would always drive. Like she was the driver. Um, she just had a nicer car and you know what I mean? She liked to drive. So whenever we did something, she would do the driving. So my friend and I got super baked and we went to the coffee shop. I'm like, I'm just going to hang out at the coffee shop and have a coffee and, you know, freaking scone or something. I don't know. <laughs> and just chill and see who comes around. Well, my friend Courtney showed up and I was like, Hey, like we should go do something. She's like, okay. So like we spent the entire day together. And, um, we hung out with a few people and we just like the people, all the people we were hanging out with at the time were just smoked. You know what I mean? So we were just getting baked all day. And then at the end of the day, she drives me home and drops me off. Well, the next morning, (laughs) my roommate was like, can you give me a ride to work? He worked at that coffee shop. I was like, yeah, man, sure. (laughs) And (laughs) I literally had this moment (laughs) where I walked outside and I'm like, where's my car? (laughs) Dude, where's my car? <laughs> and it was. He was. He was like, where's your car, dude? <laughs> I was like, I don't. I literally had a pan. I thought somebody stole my car. I was like, somebody stole my freaking car. And then I realized I drove to the coffee shop and Courtney drove us all day like normal and then just dropped me off at home and didn't drop me off in my car. Oh, so. God. I thought I just drove home, but then when I got up in the morning, my car wasn't there. I, yeah, I've definitely had when I started, I, I was a late drinker, right? I was, I was late to the drinking game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just never really, it never really did anything for me when I was younger. Um, but so I started drinking kind of like, I was late to the high gang. Yeah. 20, I didn't smoke until like my twenties. 20 uh, but I did drink. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know what's worse, honestly, because I feel like it's a little more controlled chaos when it's drinking. Like it can't, mm-hmm. like it can be out of hand for sure, but you can definitely do a lot more drinking than you can. I feel high. like when you're younger and you're drinking, though, you tend to stay put, right? Because, like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. So you got you a home base, one, right? you're confined to one location when you're drinking, when you're younger, when you're underage, cause you know, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. We did have a really bad experience one time though with that. I think I was like 17 maybe. Mm. Yeah, probably 17. Um, and we were drinking and we ran out of mixers and this was like in a little downtown area and there was a Seven Eleven like three blocks away. So we're like, screw it. Let's just walk to Seven Eleven. Oh God. And let's, go grab some mixers, right? Um, so me and my girlfriend, we get there and uh, 
there was a couple guys there that we knew that were like walking in. We're like, oh, hey, you know, blah, 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 whatever, talking to him. And we all kind of like walk in together. And as we walk in, this guy has a thing of beers, punches the cashier in the face, grabs the cash out of the register and runs out the door. And we were like, oh, no. <laughs> so the two guys that we knew bolted out the door after this guy to try to catch him. And the guy, like, oh, the poor guy at the register had glasses on. So, like, one of his fucking lenses was broken and everything. So he called the police. And he's just like, everybody is in here. You're staying here. Like, you need to talk to the police about what just happened. And me and my girlfriend were 17 and drunk off of our asses at the time. We're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh. That moment where we were like, it was in that moment we knew we fucked up. Like we went to that seven eleven to get the mixers for everybody. And we just got caught in a robbery and we had to stand there to talk to the police. Luckily, luckily we told the guy like, because it was happening, like the moment we walked in and the two guys that we knew walked in before us, we were like, Hey man, we didn't see anything. Like we walked in afterwards. Like I, I don't know what you want us to tell, but like he was so confuzzled that he was like, oh, okay, okay, I, I, I'm sorry, you, you you can go. And we were like, okay, man, like, sorry, you know, yeah. everything works out for you. Luckily, we were able to get out of that situation, like, because otherwise we would have just been, I don't, I don't, we were, we were very drunk. So there's no way those police officers wouldn't have known. On your way out the door where you're like, where you're like, do you have any cranberry juice? <laughs> like, <laughs> We did get the Pepsi. We did get the Pepsi. We did get the Pepsi. We just handed the guy. We just took the Pepsi. We handed him a five and we left. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, it just, I think that when it comes to, especially my, my heavier drinking days, I had way too many of those, like, waking up being like, or how did I get here? Like not, not, oh, not, wow. not uncountable, yeah. not uncountable, but I definitely had quite a few where I was like, I went a little too hard last night. Like you just don't remember how you ended up where you were sleeping at the time. Right. And that sometimes yeah. that was home, right? Like the last thing I remember, You're I'm like, just at minute, the bar. I get back into my bed. Yeah. I never had those. Unfortunately. I mean, luckily, unfortunately, why did I say yeah. unfortunately? <laughs> luckily, I didn't have the I bender was, days. I was always the friend that. I knew when to stop. Yeah. Okay. Like I would have a few and I would get to the point where I was feeling a certain way. And then I'd be like, this is my, this is where we end. This is where I stop. Mm -hmm. I was always very good about doing that. I think I can, I think I've only had like three hangovers in my life. Oh, you're I think I've only thrown up from drinking those three hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> those three hangovers. Those are the three that I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, I've, I never really, I never had that issue, but my friends on the other hand, that was a completely different story. Ugh. I was always the friend that had to be like keeping people together. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were the wrangler. I was. Yeah. The wrangler. It's an important role to have in a group of friends in any, in any expedition. You need the wrangler. Wrangler. Um, what would we call you? What would your, what would your position be? 
the wanderer i don't know like the wanderer oh i wasn't as bad as some of my friends though we had some irish goodbye friends that would just peace out oh have you heard of that before with the irish goodbye no what is that when people are like i'll be right back and then you don't and then see them the rest of, they're back. gone that's the irish goodbye right i'm, I'm running to the bathroom i'll be right back oh and they were just God. gone and you didn't see you didn't they were just like you're like dude where the fuck did he go and there was like it take it takes everyone like an hour and a half to realize the person never came back from saying be right back we had that happen one time there was like but i didn't know the guy it was like at a party it was one of those parties yeah. in the downtown place mm. uh he he showed up like he was a friend of a friend and then like um he just like disappeared but like it became like a big thing right, right. like everybody's like oh my god where did he go because it was a pretty small apartment so like mm. and it was a whole downtown area so they could have gone anywhere but luckily yeah. i didn't have friends i didn't have a i didn't have a wanderer in our group yeah i didn't want i didn't wander too bad i just i just i don't know i just had i had fun but i look back on it and i shouldn't look back on it and think about a lot of wasted time you know what i'm saying like i think about a lot of like i had a good time but it wasn't but productive you remember it though right like sometimes um okay. <laughs> but no no like these it, are memories right like these i like i haven't thought about that 7-eleven robbery in forever like that's i clearly have never forgotten that yeah yeah it's a funny story now it was not a funny story at the time oh it could have been a lot of trouble <laughs> sure um well and who knows what would happen if you'd been there three minutes before you know like People are weird and unstable, man. Pretty sure that guy got away with a 30 pack of beer and a handful of cash out of that cash register. Some people that's important, I guess. He just like went, it was, it was a move too, man. I feel like this guy had done it before. Oh yeah. Cause like we saw him, like he put it on the counter. He like went to go hand him the cash. He opened the register. Boom. He was already here already winding up, ready to go. He was already there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Grabbed it and ran with both. That's why we can't have nice things, right? This is why we can't have nice things. That's why I got to talk to talk to any, anybody at a convenience store now through a window. Um, Damn, you're right. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I, uh, I don't know though. Like, I don't want to say it was unproductive time. Like I had good times and it was good memories with friends and stuff like that, but I could have had just as much fun and been working on other things, I guess. But see, I, we talked. We talked about this before. Like, you can't do that. I know. Like, you can't do the shoulda, woulda, coulda thing. Yeah. It's because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. Like, you just have to. I think that's something that, like, a lot of people hold on to. Like, I talk to a lot of people and they're like, oh, well, I can't, you know, like, I I just did this and I did that too much and blah, blah, blah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What has, what is done is done. Like, sure, maybe you, maybe you hurt somebody in the process. Maybe you hurt somebody's feelings or you lost a job or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, all that matters is like right now and yeah. what you're going to do about it. The cards you've got. Cards, you got to play the hand you are dealt. Yeah, I, I'm, pre I'm really like, even, even my wife will say I'm pretty bad about being like, if I had just done this, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm meant to do that though. I'm it very is. much that person. 
but it's also just as human to have so many, like there's extreme levels of doing it to yourself. I think some people do it in a healthy way where it's kind of like, mm, that sucks. That could have gone better. Right. I um, sometimes where I'll go down a rabbit hole, but then I'm just like, I'm like, I just, I have to pull myself out. Like, it's kind of like those things like, okay, we need to stop thinking about this anymore because it's not doing us any favors. Yeah. I'm much better about it than I used to be. Um, I'm still, I'm still bad about it. Sometimes I'll get, I'll get in my head. I, I'm, I'm really bad about getting in my head. And, uh, and two, there's like, there's different triggers for it, right? Like could be, it could be music, could be a movie, could be like all the stuff. And, uh, so episode 383, I have my buddy, uh, Tyler on and he's an author and we've, you know, I was asking him what was going on with him and, you know, I did the kind of what's on your mind thing. And it came up like, he was like, Oh, you know, I've been, you know, I went to did some therapy and blah, blah, and all this stuff. And he's like, he's like, I realized what I, the things I needed to just kind of avoid, like, you know, like certain music, certain, you know, certain re- reading, certain things and stuff like that. Because he's, he's one of those people that gets in his own head too. If he's got, do you think that's why too. we become so reclusive when we become older? Like, Maybe that's a bad word, but you know what I mean? Like, is that why we become so closed off because we've just had those experiences with those people or I think it's, yeah, that you're just like, I, you, now your brain just sends you that red flag where you're like, I don't want to deal with that anymore. I don't want to deal with that. Like most of the things that you come in contact now these days, you're just like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, like I'm if I don't have to go out at night to go shopping for something, sure, I am not going to do it. Like I, it feels it, like I'm to the point in my life right now where it feels weird to be driving my car at night. Does that like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like anywhere at night. When do like it doesn't happen that often, and it's usually because we're you know we have to go see family that's somewhere far away, and we're coming back at night or something like that. But driving around my town to go do things like get something from a grocery store or go to Target. It's weird how that changes though, right? Like yeah. when I was younger, it would be like, all right, I got to go home. I got to get changed. I'm going to go out. We're going to do this. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I got to do this, this, and this after work. And then I get to go home because at that point, once I am home, I am done. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, it has changed completely. If I, if I make it home, that's it. I'm done, which spoiler alert, I'm always home now because I work from home. So I am just done all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this, and I'm making it over to that couch. I'm going to the couch. Um, that is what's happening. I am gonna leave this room <laughs> for the first time in twelve hours. I think there's also an attachment to what we were talking about about stuff earlier, right? Clutter and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where it's like, I think you build your little nest, right? And then you're like, why would I? Why do I need to leave? I've got a full studio here. I've got more video games than I can, you know, count. And I've got all the, all the comforts. It's the, it's all the comforts and I don't need to leave here and go out and do stuff. Like it, it becomes, there's a, there is a definitely a line where it becomes, I wish we had something to do to go out and do to, I never want to go do anything ever again. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's not gradual. It just happens. Yeah. Um, not that we don't go do like, like we'll go, Again, I like to go do what stuff. Age, at what age do we have this turning point where we're just like, we become the most boring people in the world and we're okay with it. I think it just, it just has a lot to do with how comfortable you are. Like, I think a lot of people by this age, anyway, by the time you reach your, you know, 
late twenties, definitely into your thirties and maybe forties. Like you've, you've in most cases built a place that you feel is a, is yours, whether you rent it or whether you own it, like you've still made it what you want it to be. And that's why you'd rather be there. Do you think it has a lot more to do with just how exhausted you are at the end of the day? Like when people are done working at the end of the day, a lot of the time they are just so exhausted that they're just like, I just want to go home and I don't want to do anything. I don't want to think about anything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to be left alone and I want to lay on this couch and I want to watch Big Bang Theory or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's part of it. I think I think some of it could be um, you've done so much of that. Like, because I definitely compared to how hard I used to work back in my retail days, I went out way more than, you know, I definitely worked hard. I feel like I worked physically harder then and was yeah. way more tired all the time. Like from work. Retail is terrible. It's horrible. It is very physical. Now I think it's more of a, I've done all I've, I've been to that, that bar so many times. Like I know how this mm-hmm. night will end if I go there. Okay. It's yep. more of a, I know that I'm just going to wake up tomorrow hungover and be like, why did I go out? And I, sure. you do that enough. You do that enough. And then you just kind of have like learned your lessons. Like one of my friends was, we saw him this past weekend. We had like a little, a little close friend, like holiday get together. Right. And I hadn't seen him in a while. And oh, he was, wait, didn't you do your suit party? Did. Oh, I forgot to ask you how that went. It went good. Okay, that's another, sorry. That's another topic. So I, I saw him there. Right. And you know, he's always been like a, yes, let's go out. Let's go do something. Uh, there's, you know, you know, there's a football game going on that I want to go to it, but it's in Atlanta. Screw it. I'm going anyway. And he was literally, I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, I just knew if I went, I would drink too much and I just couldn't do it. And I was like, he's evolving. Like it's one of those things like, right. And it's, I think everybody reaches it at different stages, but like, we're all striving to kind of be like, there also comes a point where you're like, I just don't want to be the creepy old guy at the bar. Right. Because everybody stays the same age, that whole Matthew McConaughey. You like you're old now. Uh, for some settings. Yes. For a college yeah. bar town. Yes. Mm. For a, yeah. for a, for a brewery during the day. No, I feel like I'm right in that wheelhouse. I feel like I'm right there. You know, that's the happy spot. Uh, yeah. I'm there. Like it's hard. You, you got a little more leeway in those places because let's face it, they're fucking bars, but more people can go, right? Sure. You, can, you can take the family and it doesn't feel like you're taking the family to a bar bar. You're a family man now. I am. It's nice. I We actually go out and do more stuff now because we have the kid because we want to show her stuff, but it's during the day. Like that's completely different, right? She sleeps at night. So I will tell you this. I went to Target um, the other night, a couple nights ago. Okay. By, my, by myself because I had to pick up I had to pick up a couple things and I was like you know what I'm gonna walk around Target and it was the first time I had strolled around a store without purpose wow. oh, I, I was going to buy the, the um the decorations you your little sign yeah yeah I was like I was like I want to decorate the studio a little bit for Christmas this year I'm gonna go check out what Target has and is the first time I had walked around a store without any purpose for more than 20 or 30 minutes. Like I was in there for like an hour, hour and a half, just wandering and around. How did that make you feel? It was like, I, I walked out of there. I was like, that was kind of cool. Like I didn't buy, like other than the, now, the you know, now you know how women feel. Now, you know, our retail therapy, that's what it's like. Yeah. And I didn't even really have to buy all that much. It was just more no, so looking at stuff being you know, like, it's looking. Yes. It's that 
visual stimulation. It's the, I could, if I want to, it's a little power trip almost, you know? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not like that at all, but it is, it's the visual stimulation of shopping and it's, you don't get that online. You no. only get that walking around a store. It's so Eric true. Eric doesn't get it. Eric doesn't get it. I have this thing with home goods and I just. Home goods is dangerous. I don't know what it is about that store. Maybe because it has just a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just a taste. It just, just tickles every little nook. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. got, a, got a little dinnerware over here. Mm -hmm. You know, got a little furniture over here. Got some bedding over there. Got some towels over there. Like it's just got a little bit of everything. Got some, it's got a food section. Everybody loves food. It's got like an exotic food section. Yeah, it's right. got the pasta section. Is your home goods a standalone home goods or is it like ours yes. where it's built into a TJ Maxx so there's also clothes and shit? No, it is standalone because we have TJ Maxx as well. Yeah. Right? Ours so are smashed together. There's TJ Maxx, which you get the nice mix of like home goods and Marshalls. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Marshall's is pretty much just clothes. Sure. But then we have a couple nice, big, just home goods. No clothes. Because I don't really care about the clothes. Sure. But, oof, man, that store. Get lost. When somebody made that store, they just. They knew they it was. They did it right. They did it right. They did it right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like there was, there was something. There was something about walking around a store and just physically seeing the things. And, you know, now obviously I've got another, I got another lens to look at it through. I'm kind of like, Ooh, what's that? Like, that could be cool for Christmas for the little girl. Like, like yeah. it's, there's another lens to look at it through in that respect, but just the smells of being in a retail store, like it's different. It's, it's an experience. You don't get that when you're just perusing Amazon. It's not the same feeling scrolling on your phone. It's, it doesn't feel the same. I did. The analytical side of my brain was working though. And I was looking at certain things and I was like, that seems fucking weird. Like, so I'm walking through there. They, you know, Target's got the book section that's normally attached to the movies and the, and the electronics. Right. Yes. Yep. And of course you're in, so you're in a target. They're going to be playing their own little ads in between all the little vignettes they're playing. Sure. And I was walking and I, I looked over at the TV and I just, I just heard, I heard it say, connect your target red card to your debit card today. And I was like, why would anyone do that? Like, what's the point there? Like, and then I was like thinking, I was like, I was like, what? And I even like made a note to myself. I was like, I got to talk about this. Cause what the fuck? Cause they can um, track your purchases. Well, the, what, what stores are trying to do is. Oh, because it's no different than when you go to the grocery store and you put in your phone number for the discount. But I don't attach my debit card to that discount card like the, they are making it to where you attach it to where it's like i just scan my target card and it automatically charges my card sure it's like they're they're like sitting in a boardroom like how do we remove any and all roadblocks to their impulsive nature how do we exploit the human condition <laughs> like yeah. they want to get you before you're like i don't need this shit like well, they want to get you it as it you know it makes it for like an easy transition or like an easy checkout or blah 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 like yeah, I mean, the grocery stores are doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, I did a pickup order, you know, mm -hmm. the other day. And it's just already got the card on there. You just place the order. Boom, so done. Convenient. We're big blobby Wally people. It's happening. It's scary, isn't it? 
It is. That's why I think that's also why Amazon's so damn successful because they're like, hey, look, we have it to you in a couple of days and you don't have to leave your house. And that's intoxicating. Well, I mean, look, COVID <laughs> did them a huge favor. Sure. They were already giant before that, though. But sure. But like now, even people who didn't want anything to do with Amazon, like I know a person in particular who just was like, you know, I'm never buying from them. Don't give in to the big man, blah, 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 blah. You know, but they order stuff from Amazon now. Mm-hmm. Now that COVID happened, Papa they Bezos. Don't the house. You know, I can't really say much either because as much as I know that Amazon is probably not a good company or anything else, like mm. as much as people say this kind of stuff to me, part of me in the back of my head is like, you're getting your paycheck from Amazon. You know that, right? Like Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yeah. So in the back of my mind, you know, I can't really say much like because even if I did, I'd be a hypocrite because I'm technically working for Amazon yeah. in a sense. In a sense, I would I would venture to say you're you're getting a paycheck from yourself doing doing stuff, right? Like you're you're they they've provided the maybe the overhead to get you there. They provided the website, like right. the, they've provided this, the service of allowing me to stream. Well, yeah, I guess you could. That paycheck's not there if you're not showing up to stream, right? Like it's not. True. True. And technically I'm almost paying them because oh, yeah. people pay me for the subscription, but then they take 50% of it. Right. They take their so, cut. For using their service. Mm -hmm. So I guess. Yeah, maybe it's the other way. Like maybe I'm paying them, but they're still paying me. Yeah, that's why I've never been like, and and you've been kind of similar when whenever these, you know, because little little flare ups about the Twitch about about the Twitch community oh God, and Twitch and that comes up in conversation. Ugh. And people are like, but I'm just tired of giving Jeff Bezos money. I was like, you're not. Like, come on, the guy's a bojillionaire. You're like, not. I am. So give me no. Right, right. And it's like it. You're giving it to me, but then I'm giving it to him. It's fine. Well, I'm the middleman. And everybody's like, I'm going to make the jump. And then they do. And they're like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> it feels, it feels better over there. Papa yeah. Bezos was right. They're doing something right though. Like they have a service. Mm. Not just, not just Amazon for shopping, but yeah. for, you know, they, they have the market right now and they know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody can compare to what they're doing. And I think that's why, that's why the majority of people are there. But the problem is, is from what I've heard is they're losing money every year on that service. So for some, so for some places it's worth losing that money just to have, the, just to say, we've got the corner on this market. You think so? Yeah. I th I th there's that much hubris in it. Like maybe at mm -hmm. some point they'll be like, we've lost too much money, but they're perfectly fine saying because it's something for their portfolio to be like, we have the biggest streaming service sure, available. Okay. Like, so they can, they can present that to their investors and be like, they don't have to mention money. They can just be like, and once again, Twitch was the biggest streaming service on the internet. No, they're like, we lost money doing it, but well, let's not talk about that. We lost money, but 
we had this much view time. We had this many people clicking on the site. We had this sure. many return. Like it's all about like retention, right? I didn't think about that. I was thinking of more of a way like there's only so much money a rich person can lose on an item before they're like, this doesn't benefit me anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. That's where I'm coming from, where it's like, you yeah. know what? This isn't making me money anymore. I think I'm just going to get rid of that. Right. Now, when those other, if, if and when those other tent poles that are holding up, holding up the, the, the bigger portions of mm -hmm. Amazon, if those start to fail, when you see them having trouble on the other end, that's when they'll start being like, all right, what's losing us money? We got to get rid of it. Right now, nothing, mm -hmm. nothing else is losing them money. So why would True. they get rid of it? They're like, why would we willingly yeah, take all these eyes away when we could at least put our stuff like if no one's even buying ads on twitch right they can still amazon can still be like well we're just gonna advertise amazon <laughs> like we'll advertise our prime video that's what they do anyway right they do they do yeah. yeah so they know they've got the eyes there so then maybe they can pull some people over to look at their other services that's true i actually didn't think about that that's actually that's actually a really good point I don't, I, it would have to get really bad for them to let go of that many people that consistently come to the internet to see something they own. Cause it's millions. That's yeah. It's a lot of people. Maybe more. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's millions of people streaming. So how many people are watching? You know what I mean? It's worldwide. It's in countries. More. It's in countries that don't have like, like uh, Sweden, Sweden doesn't have Amazon. They can't order off Amazon, but they can watch Twitch. Like, so it's that's true worldwide. Like it's in countries where Amazon's not. So they still get those eyeballs too. It's, it's but not. you can still do services from them too. Mm -hmm. Like even if you don't like their streaming services mm -hmm. and their audiobooks, right? They do mm -hmm. the audiobook thing too. Audible, so yeah. that's huge. Yeah. I guess I really didn't think about it that way. But it is kind of scary to think of when Yeah. I, I guess I think about it that way because my well being rests in there greedy little palms <laughs> i i would uh, you know and i get why people would be like like you would be you know like i don't want to put all my eggs in the basket and I, I understand that and it would it i would say it's good to expand your portfolio to doing different things but i don't think you're people threatening to leave twitch is, is the same as people threatening to not google anything or not uh or not use twitter like it's I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what has to happen in order for Twitter to actually fall, but more people than ever are on there. Like, it's just kind of one of those things of like, people are going to boost the numbers to bitch about the thing that they don't like on the thing they don't like. Speaking of Twitter, should we put some bets in on like how long we think that this burning ship is going to last or <laughs> like, should we put a, should we put a bet in there? Like a wager on like how long this is going to go before it blows up? I mean, I would, if you were, if you were looking it's at, pretty bad. it's pretty bad, but if you were looking at Twitter two weeks ago, do you remember when everyone's like, well, just in case Twitter actually goes down, mm -hmm. uh, yep. blah, 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 blah. And it's like, and Still I, there. the next day I was like, I was like, what, looking at all these people's things coming through my timeline. I'm like, Oh God, you guys are fucking really, come on. So there was like a st statistic that was out that was actually kind of interesting where like they showed how many people have actually left the platform since Bezos purchased it. Wow, and Twitch. it was a considerable number. How many? Well, leaving well, is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. 
I said about, fucking Bezos because we were talking about Amazon. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Elon. No, okay. Elon Musk. Yeah. yeah. When when he purchased Twitter, like how many people left? And it was pretty astronomical. It was a pretty. It was it was in the millions. Yeah, I would love to see that a same lot. report on how many people came back because I know personally I've seen people be like, "I'm out of here," and then not like the next week they're True. back. Like, True. I'm sure. I'm sure not everybody, but I'm sure they got a little bit of that back. Plus, they got. All the assholes that are just like there's that's the one thing that's been really weird to watch is the weird fucking fan worship of Elon Musk from some sides of the Internet where they're just like, this guy's fucking genius. I don't give it. And and like and like the cringiness of tweeting at Elon about something like, bro, you got like 76 people following you. Like you think Elon's going to respond to you like, yo, Elon, what's up with blah, blah, blah. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like shut up. And just to see people fanboy it like it's it's on the level of people fanboying over a fucking politician right like it feels weird it's like you realize this guy's a billionaire and he's just trolling everyone mm-hmm. yeah and then i look at like, like then i look at those like those folks and i like see their tweets because i don't follow a ton of people i got i got i don't follow a shit ton of people but like i take notice of what their whole vibe is. And generally they're pretty miserable with themselves. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's like every troll on the internet, right? They just love seeing everybody losing their mind. I just, I don't know. Like I'm really guilty of this and I don't know why I do it to myself, but I continue to do it. It's like watching reality TV, right? Like you go, you go to the comment section. Why do we go to the comment section? Nothing good comes from the comment section on any platform. Yeah. At all, but I do it. And then every time I get mad, I get mad at myself for doing it. I don't get mad at the people. I get mad at myself for going and reading the comments that people make. And it's like, are you that stupid? And like part of you, you're just like, Mm-mm. no, 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 don't do it. Don't. Don't just walk away. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: it's probably like ninety ninety nine percent good shit, right? People, people in the inside joke, people that you know mentioning something, but it's the one, it's that one percent that says some bullshit, and you're like, "Can you believe this motherfucker?" Man, I get those. Well, I send you those comments that I get. Yeah, like on my social media, and I'm not a I'm not big by any means, especially on social media, like all my social media accounts are, I think my Twitter is the biggest one. I got like 11,000 followers, which is not big at all. Um, But like, especially on like sometimes on my YouTube videos or uh, on my TikTok video, one of my TikTok videos the other day, someone was like, your name, your voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard to me. And I'm like, oh my God. It probably reminds him of his wife or something like that. He like favorited his, he favorited my video. And then he said something like that. And I was just like, good. I hope it haunts your dreams. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what else do you say to stuff like that? Like F man. Yeah. I, I, in most cases it's because it's because a, they're miserable and B it prior reminds them of something they, some, someone or something they don't like. It's and not it has nothing bad. to do it's with like, you. There is this sense of security that people have online where they feel protected because they have that anonymity, right? Like they're, you don't know who this person is and they truly don't know who you are, but they feel like they can say whatever they want to say and there are going to be zero repercussions. There's a layer. Yeah. 
how would you know? How would you know who this person is? Yep. That goes the same. No, for a fact, that person would never say that to your face. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, that's also kind of like what we talked about in offline where it's like, even people who want to be on your good side, like you don't know if they're actually presenting their true self, right? Sure. You know, they could just be like, here's all my good attributes. It's like, yeah, yeah okay. You have that time to, to Consider. type out your message any way you want. You can, you have time to erase it and redo it. And you don't have that when you're talking face to face with somebody. We, we've lost that personal connection where you get to feel somebody out. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you meet that. If you ever, you, I'm sure you have, you've like met that one person. You're just like, I don't have a good feeling about this person. Like, yeah. I don't like this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you can't do that online. I'm just looking at names and text and that's it. I don't know somebody's intention. I don't know. I mean, there's good and bad about it, right? Like, here's a good thing is like, I'm pro, I'm pro on a daily basis. I'm probably talking to people that I probably normally wouldn't talk to in regular life, right? Like if I was out at a bar and I would see some of these people, chances are probably wouldn't approach them or whatever. You know what I mean? And same for them probably, right? Like, sure. And that's kind of the beauty about online, right? It gives you that opportunity to talk to people and meet people that you might not normally talk to in real life. And that's great. And I think that is the good part of the internet, right? And then there's the bad part Mm -hmm. where you've got the trolls and the people who specifically go to comment sections. It's like us in our AOL chat rooms when we were 14. You're just going in there to start shit. Like you're just going in there to troll people and get a reaction out of them. And that's what these people just, they love it. They just thrive on it. And I just don't understand it. I think, I think the general person, and you see it a lot on, on Twitch um, and on Twitter and so I think a lot of social media. I think people mistaking, mistakenly, uh, write trolls off as like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They're just being assholes. Like, like mm, I think they know I, exactly what they're doing. Just like, just like that person who's trying to be on your good side that has the time to think about what they're going to type and before they hit enter. Like sure. the troll is taking that much time, if not way more, to be like, what's really going to fuck with this person? So, uh, your voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard. When what do you do? You use your voice to make money, right? You use your voice to communicate with people. So they're just trying to. Sure. Put a little something in your head, make you think, is my voice annoying? Is I it bad? Care. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. And But some people it would. Sure. And I think another big thing is, especially being a woman in video games, like you have to have a big backbone. Like if you are there, there is a trend right now um, on TikTok. Uh, it's been going on for a couple months, but it is, it's a huge trend now and a lot of women are picking it up. But it's um, just just being a woman and talking in a video game and the things that men say just because and she was just saying like at the end of a lobby, she'll just be like, GG guys, good game. And they'll just be like, shut up, blah, 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 like horrible things, just horrible things, you know, get back in the kitchen and make me a sandwich or you fat bitch or like just it's really bad. Yeah. It's really, really bad. And it's not just like a one off situation. Mm. It's she literally has an entire series about it. She makes she's making a living right now by making videos about how toxic men are to women in gaming. And yeah. it's not for everybody. It's not. Um, and 
that's actually one of the things I was I, I had written down like avoiding that negativity online. So it's kind of funny we went there, but like avo- being able to like parse that out and not let it get into your head, right? It can piss you off that it's there, maybe, but like you said, you're not letting it affect like the way you run your stream or you know put your content out there. Um, I think sometimes like. Uh, you know, the, the the game hunt that I play normally, you have the option to turn the audio on and off. And it's not like an open mic situation. Like you specifically have to press a button down to talk like it's a push to talk situation. So mm. people aren't just blabbering things. Usually you do it um, with intention, they do it with intention, which I don't know what's worse, honestly. Um, someone just having like a fluid conversation of just insanity or them specifically pushing the button down to try to say something hurtful to you but for a while there i had the i had the audio off and then i went through a phase where i had it on and we had a few bad eggs and then i went back off but at the same time like a lot of people are just like well, why don't you just keep it off and part of me wants to because sometimes it kind of depending on what is said obviously Um, It can kind of bring down the vibe or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I am lucky enough and fortunate enough that I am in a position where I'm a partner with them. So if I can get this recorded and I can get video proof of them being this way or being really horrible, they can get a nice little vacation. Yeah. You know, get them gone for a little while. Yeah. And possibly they won't say these hurtful things to other people who might care that they say these things about them. Like mm. to me, when people say things to me, like, I don't care. I just brush it off. Like, I really don't care what people think of me. Um, but other people do. I mean, that's the reality of it. Like maybe somebody is not mentally in a good place. And then somebody, you know, says something horrible to them. And, you know, like yeah. video games is an outlet for us. And I think for the most part, the gaming community is very supportive. And like, I just don't understand that why people just can't be nice to each other because you're both playing the same game. You obviously like it. So you have at least that in common, right? Mm -hmm. So like, why, why do people choose to spend the few hours that they have in the evening to just be a nasty human being to random people on the internet? I just don't understand the benefit of it. I feel like it's, I feel like it's much like a, like a troll on any other in any other scenario they just want someone to be miserable with them and they don't even know that you know what i'm saying they don't even i don't even think they consciously know i want someone to be miserable with me they just want to be a shit and they don't realize it's because oh i really don't fucking like myself like it's <laughs> it's one of those things and maybe not in every case but i think in most cases especially when i watch like a streamer that's like super toxic or something like that mm-hmm. i'm just kind of like that guy fucking hates himself. Like it's all I can, it's all I can see. And I, I think it's just some of that has sure. m- more to do with me knowing people like that in real life. Like having worked with people like that. that you know, what's crazy too is because everything is so public, right? Like everything that you put on your social media is just out there for the world. So like, yeah, I mean, that's just like a whole other situation you need to be careful about. But Sometimes when people do these insults, it's like they really do the research, right? Like one person in particular um, was commenting on me and how, you know, the only reason I'm successful is because of so-and-so and so-and-so. But like, how would that person know 
Like I never posted anything with these people. How would that person know that I play with these people if they didn't know that much about me? You know what I mean? They would have had to have come to my stream. Or, or to they theirs. had to have watched like a YouTube video with these people in it or something. Mm. You know what I mean? They have done their research on me. It's like your yeah. haters. It's like your haters are your biggest fans. They know so much more about you. And it's crazy. Yeah. And, and I have a theory about that. I have a theory that they are just really upset that they don't get to play with that person. Maybe. I it think, could be jealousy. I I think that's a lot. I think that, that's my theory. I mean, it could be many things, but I think that they are mad because they have their person and their maybe their one of their goals is to play a game with that person, and then when someone they probably would do it to to someone else that might come in and play with them. Like, well, you're only there because of this. Like, it's their go to. They're sure. just so insecure, right? I think they think that it's going to affect me in some way, but it's like. I know better. You know what I mean? Like I've worked hard. I've worked very hard sure. for where I am. That person didn't show up to my house and stream for me. I did that. Yeah. I did that. I put the 70 hours in a week. You know what I mean? Like that stuff doesn't affect me. But the fact that this person did enough research mm -hmm. to know that I do these things or I play with these people, like it was, it was definitely a direct blow. You know what I mean? Like they were really trying to get to me. I could tell, but it's like, it didn't, it didn't, your opinion doesn't matter to me. I'm sorry. I well, don't know who you are. And there's no, honestly, there's no difference between that guy and the guy saying, get back in the kitchen. You fat bitch. Right. He's just True. doing it in a different way. Like he's mad a, because he's not, he's not getting to play. Right. He's not in the club, so to speak. And sure. he's also mad because a girl gets to do it. Like I guarantee it. There's so, there's so much sexism threaded throughout the internet it's 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 ridiculous like it's just oh, there is the liberties sure. that we, we talked about a little bit in offline like the liberties that people take with what they say to to, to females online the liberties they take in any of that stuff and there's kind of like mean, you see it on twitter all the time oh, where yeah. people will just be like oh you know like i love your content and blah 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 like you're so nice and would you want to play games and then they like kindly shut them down they're like okay you fat bitch like yeah well, fuck you then yeah it turns from like really genuine to like really nice to just like, whoa. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that gets scary. And that's why I don't try to have conversations with people off of stream too much. I mean, I think it was, I think it was different. Like when I first started, right. Cause mm -hmm. you're like, you're trying to make friends. You're trying to network. Like every person is like, every person that comes in is like super important. And not to say people who come in now aren't important, but what I'm saying is like, when you only have 10 people there and only two people are talking, like obviously you're going to give all of that attention to that person. And I think like back when I first started and I first started meeting people, like that's how you and I met was in another chat room. Mm -hmm. And we just, I don't, I don't even know how we happened to figure out that each other streamed and we just followed each other and started talking. And then we're like, yeah, we should play games together sometime. And it was like, okay, cool. Like I can't do, I feel like I can't do that now. You know what yeah. I mean? I thought about that several times. I've got friends like, like you and, and some other folks where I'm just kinda like, I would never be able to have that type of friendship with someone mm -hmm. like, like that type of friendship with you now. Like if I came in and we didn't right. know each other, I would, I would never get to this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, 
of, of yeah. the of the type of friendship we have where you know we are us and our spouses and you know other friends we all hang out once a year like all that stuff like that would never happen because it's just like you said when you're when you don't when you only have a few people right you only have a few folks you get to know well, a lot about them just like i had another job like it wasn't my priority right sure. like i was it was a hobby i was just playing games and then i was just finding people to play games with like I moved away from home, so I didn't have any friends where I was living. So video games was just kind of my outlet, mm -hmm. you know? So to find other people, when I found Twitch, it was like life-changing for me. I know that sounds really stupid and corny, but like it really was. It was like, oh my God, there's people who are just like hanging out and playing video games and like talking. And like, obviously these people, like you have something in common if you're liking the same video game. Mm -hmm. So to be able to like meet new people, like you guys so like i met you and then you know like we met sean or i met sean through you and then like it just kind of escalated like rick and faye and like everybody like these are all people that i still talk to i talk to you every day you yeah. know what i mean like i don't <laughs> i i don't have that with anybody else well i talk to joe a lot but yeah. i mean other than that like between you and joe like that's those are the people I talk to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just don't, I can't, I just can't get to that point where I make those friendships anymore because now I feel like there needs to be a boundary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and there's also when you're, when you're super tiny and there's only, like you said, there's only like 10 people in chat and only three of them are chatting. Like you get to know so much more about those people because mm -hmm. there's not so it's 100 messages between everything they're saying. Right. Right. Like, yeah. There's definitely times where it's like, it, it was definitely like you and like one or two other, like Rick and, uh, you know, okay. just maybe Sean, like there were just Sean. you three in my chat, right? <laughs> and I'm just like talking to all of you and like, that's, and I can do that. That's right. It. And like half the time we were playing the game with you while we were in the chat with you. So it was like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely an odd thing. You definitely, you know, people are like you changed, like you blah, blah, blah. Like, cause it's. You definitely you see it. To. You ha yeah, you have to. You just can't let everyone in. Like it just so doesn't is, happen. So there is somebody who follows, and they have mentioned something like that. Like, oh, I miss your old streams when you, you know, when you used to be like this. Well, it's just like I can't be like that. I can't be that person anymore. Yeah. And a lot of that goes mostly because this one. This is my job now. Like I need to be more professional about it because now other companies are looking to me for like sponsorships and everything else. Mm. You know what I mean? But like also because the internet is not the same as it was four or five years ago. Yeah. Like it has evolved and it's not really a great place anymore. Like yeah. there's just bad people out there and now they have access to you at any time and you just, you need to be careful. There's that. There's the fact that... <clears throat> you might not talk about the same type of stuff you might've talked about when you had 10 people in chat, because now you have three to 500 people in chat and you may not want all that stuff out there. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, nope. there's definitely conversations Talking about location or anything like that is a big no. Right. Like everything just kind of changes. Like talk to any of our other friends, talk to games with death. Like they just, there are just things that just, they have to go away because it's just too much information to be out there. Cause people can, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like the inmates getting information about it, one of the guards, right? 
It's like an inmate, like, cause they're, they have nowhere else to be. Because you have like 300 people that are great, but then there's like that one person in there, right? That could be malicious in a way, which is like another thing. We talked about this on offline where like um, the people that you choose to surround yourself with is truly important in a lot of these online settings. And I think a lot of people, especially um, like on other social media and stuff, I don't think people go in and block people who are intentionally malicious towards them or like say things that could make you feel uncomfortable. Like sometimes I'll look at comment sections and I'll see comments and I'd be like, that person would be gone. I would just block them so that they cannot. It's not because it's like, oh, she just wants to block people who have bad things to say about her. No, it's not that. It's just, I think you're a creep or I think you're malicious and I just don't want that in my life. Like I can choose not to see that. And that's what I choose to do. And yeah, you're not being constructive. So why would I even pay attention to it? Right? Yeah, exactly. Like if you had something to offer and something to actually put on the table, like you see what you should be doing. No, <laughs> <laughs> like fine, let's talk. But that's not the way that the internet works anymore. Yeah, it's not. And and I think too, just some of it, it's, it's like, it's like when we are talking about why I don't go out and drink, like I used to go drink. Cause I've learned some things. I've seen some things. I've talked to some people like I just, Mm -hmm. it's not worth putting all that shit out there. You know, I've, yeah, I've pulled back on, uh, you know, a lot of my, you know, accounts that were kind of fringe, like, you know, social media accounts of mine. And I'm just like, eh, this is just going to be a private account now. Like I don't even need, I just don't like using social media anymore, but unfortunately I kind of have to. Yeah. Like I'm trying to, you know, grow on other platforms and stuff. Like not so much because I like want to become like an influencer or anything on other platforms, but like, again, not having all of your eggs in one basket is really important. I think anybody who's trying to start out there and do the influencing thing, like it's hard and it's, it is a slow, slow process. Like right now I've been working towards getting the 1000 followers on TikTok, and it has been a very slow road. Like, even though I have 30,000 people following me on Twitch, Mm -hmm. I still can't get a thousand people on TikTok. You know what I mean? Oh, and they're different. They're different beasts, right? They're different. A hundred percent, completely different. And plus I don't, I don't know enough about the algorithm and everything else. You know what I mean? Like that's a whole other thing is trying to learn all of that. But also it's not my number one priority. I think that probably shows, you know what I mean? Like I don't do lives. I don't do anything like that. So I think too, it's like, there's a, there's a certain level of like, there's a certain level of like pride in what you do that you have to leave at the door to reach certain levels in that stuff. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Like if I really wanted attention, I really wanted to get out there. Like I would just <laughs> wear a low cut top and <laughs> you know, yeah, I could really put myself out there. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, it- but I wouldn't feel good about it at the end of the day. And then you're just inviting yourself open to like a whole other level of creeps. Right. So I'm I'm willing to bet like the way that the way that you have kind of constructed your community and kind of gone about things. I know you you get your fair level, a fair share of uh of creepy stuff. Like yeah, but I think that you've probably you probably get less than a lot of other streamers and content creators and influencers. Hundred well, percent. And I think, but it's all I about those boundaries. I think my community is a lot more genuine too, mm. because people are hanging out because 
they either like your personality, they like the gameplay, they like the state. There's something there that they like that's not physical. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not something that I'm like, I don't pretend to be like, oh, you know, like donate 10 subs, you know, you know, subs or whatever, and we'll play video games together. Like, it's not like that. Like, when you come, like, you know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? No squats for out. subs uh, streams coming up. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Strap in. But yeah, yeah, I think, I think having those boundaries online and in person are very important and people just need to be, I don't know. I think people just need, it's like, it's okay to just let it go. You know, it's okay if people aren't there. Yeah. I've always kind of felt like that way about, uh, about life in general and, and like about, you know, cause we all know those folks like that maybe you went to high school with, or maybe their family and you're like, how is this person, how is this person making this much money? I know how much of a dumbass they are. Like, how are they, how are they living? Like they're living exactly what you mean. And you know what it comes down to is there's one of two things. They either don't care about anyone and they'll step on anyone to get there. Or they're so dumb that they just take these wild chances. Yeah. You're probably right. And they pay off. Right. And you're like, you're probably right. And I think that it's, it's like, in being an influencer and being a content creator, there's very much that same road. It's like, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be as close to topless as I can be and, and put out content and come what may, right. Come what may and yeah. in all the comments and the DMS. Um, but I think it's, I think a lot of things are like that. Like I, I, I'd make a terrible, like I, I've always said, I'd make a terrible rich person because I am too much of a people pleaser. Like I want everybody to be around and comfortable and having a good time. Same. And it's just, I would be, a, I'd just be a terrible, I'd be terrible at being rich. I think, I think there's just a certain level of, unless you're, unless you are born into it or you luck into it, there's a certain little bit of yourself you got to let go of in order I don't to get to certain levels. True. I think, I think you would be a good rich person. Uh, I think, I think I'd be a good rich, uh, I'll put it this way. I think I'd be a good rich person. I think I'd have a tough time holding on to my money. Does that make sense? Mm, yes. Okay. That I understand yeah. because you, you are definitely the person that just like, if you were rich, I can see you being the person that like, if somebody is out and they're just like, man, you know, I'm just having a really tough time right now. Like, even if they didn't know, like if you were the kind of person that would have won the lottery and never told anybody about it. If you had a friend that came to you and you're like, man, I am just really struggling right now. You are the kind of person that would take your shirt off for them and just give it to them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like that's the only, that's the only true way you can, that you can leave good marks on the world. Right. Like that's, that's the only good, that's the only way to, to leave something lasting because if you're not, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm just a sucker for helping people. I think so. I agree. And I, somebody asked me like a while ago, they're like, what do you think the best thing is about like, you know, like, what do you think the best thing has happened since becoming a partner? And the only thing that I can think of that has been really nice is that like, I want to, I try to hype my friends up. Like I try, there is this big stigma on Twitch where at the end of your stream, you can raid somebody and you send all of your viewers 
over to another person. And there is a huge thing where a lot of people are like, well, do you notice big streamers don't do that? Because they don't want to lose their audience to another person. I get it. There's definitely two sides to it, right? Like, sure, you might. I don't think you're going to lose the people, but. but Did you really lose them? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Sure. That uh, some of maybe 1% of those people follow that person and then they start watching them regularly. But at the same time, it's like, why? Like, what is the point of me being in the position that I am in if I cannot help my friends? Yeah. I don't under, like, I don't understand the, the, the selfish mindset behind like, oh, well, don't do that because then other people can steal you from me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, I just, I'm a very empathetic person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm, I'm the same as you. I'd be a really bad rich person because like if something like, cause I, I have a, a few friends, like I, I came from a very poor place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of the people where I grew up just were not very well off. And if I had money, I would want to help those people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause they are good people, but like, I just know that they're not in, in a, in a great place and they deserve to be. So it's kind of the same thing where I just feel like if I, if I can get into a position that is good enough that I can help my friends, then I feel like I'm doing something right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, I know when I say things where I'm just like, Oh, well, you know, I'm very closed off and I don't want to talk to people and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, there's that professional side of it. But at the same time, like the people that are close to me and the people that I care about, like if I can't do something to help them or make them happy, then I don't feel like I'm contributing to the relationship. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, that that makes complete sense. It does. Um, I don't know. Like it's just, and there's something about like, just, I, I think there's a stigma attached to the, the whole rating type thing where there's kind of like, it doesn't really do anything for you. I was like, well, who says it's about doing anything for me? Like maybe it's just, it could be the coolest thing to happen to this person all week because they're sure they're working hard to just do anything on the platform and like to just drop an extra couple hundred people on them is fulfilling to me it has nothing to do with like is this going to do anything for me like because there was a while there where it was like well you should only read people like your level or higher right your size yeah your size or higher right and that way you can you can kind of start to network in that way and and even networking has turned into bullshit like it's really just like for sure the people especially now after the the boom of everybody coming in to watch during the pandemic like people are kind of settled into their where they're going to be like When's the last time you found a new, you found a new streamer that you watch regularly? Yeah, but I I feel like, hmm, I feel like that's a trick question almost because my friends are streamers now. Yeah. So, but I mean, my friends, right. And, and, but outside, like, I think that most of the audiences are like that. They, they, they know they, they've, they've worked you or whoever they're watching into their daily routine. Sure. I mean, you go live, I pop up a tab and it's there, whether I'm actively watching or not, or if I'm working, it's, it's up. Like, it's just a thing now. Like, and I think everyone's kind of settled into that. So like, I think it's kind of bullshit to be like, well, you might lose those people. It's like, well, then you're concerned about the wrong shit. Like you're not confident. And I think death brought this up. Like you're not confident in what you're doing. If you can't do that, like 
Ooh, true. You're not confident in yourself. You have a, you have a you have a problem with you that you're worried about one or two people not coming back. Because guess what? Whether you rate someone or not, one or two people aren't coming back the next day. That's true. Yeah, Fuck that's it. true. And do you know how many times like I have actually rated somebody that maybe only has like one or two people and like it literally just made the difference to them. Like mm-hmm. there was somebody in the community. She's um, so sweet. She's so sweet. And, you know, she's just kind of having a hard time right now. And um, I rated her one day and they just, sh- the community just, because she's part of the community, they just showered her with love. And it was kind of emotional. Like she started crying and like, then she told us, you know, it was everything that she was doing or like every, all of the proceeds were pretty much just going for her kids for Christmas because they couldn't afford it. And yeah. it, man, it just, it's tough. It's tough to deal me, with. Man. Yeah. It really stuck me. Cause so. I was like, I didn't know this person was going through that. Mm-hmm. And then you just drop this bomb on them and it was just like a blessing to them. And it's like, that is what, that is why I do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I can help somebody, anybody, like if I can just make a difference for somebody because of my luck mm-hmm. of being in this position, then I feel like I'm, I'm doing something right. Yeah. Well, and there's something to be said for like, just being like, well, it's that like, do I lift myself up or, or do I lift someone else up? Right. Like, it's like, do I go raid sure. like a big streamer and maybe I strike up a relationship with them, which you're probably not, you know, Never. or it do you work that way. just make someone else's day? Cause you, cause like, I don't know. I, 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 th- I think that it's all about the confidence, the, the confidence in yourself when it comes to like, do I raid someone? Like, it's just like, just fucking do it. Who cares? Like, it's just like, I always try to do it. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a common courtesy is all. I don't know. And it's so easy to do. And everyone knows like, and and everyone understands how Twitch works. Like, yeah, it's going to be that massive influx of people. A lot of people are going to leave and move on to whatever they do the rest of the day. But like, it's still the gesture. It has nothing to do with the people staying. I think most people understand that. Like, I think it carries some weight too. You know what I mean? Because you're like, well, I like this person and this person is rating this person, which means that they probably like that person, which means that I will probably like that person. So like, yeah. it's an endorsement. Like it's, it is, it is an, sure. it's, you're endorsing yeah, yeah. it. That's a, that's a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. I agree. Not to say I haven't rated someone. I wish I didn't raid before. <laughs> like That's I happened. Do that anymore. Yeah. I try not to do that anymore because <laughs> that has definitely happened. And mm. then like, I've gotten a message later where it's just like, why did you read this person? Like, who is this person? I'm like, Oh my God, it was random. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen where, where there's been tweets that have gone out from other, other streamers where they're like, yeah, that wasn't uh, that's not indicative uh, of who I am as a person or who our community is. It was random. I swear. Right, 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 right. And it's like, you know, it's like I was trying to do something nice and it just blew up in my face. Yeah. And I think that gives a lot of people pause because there is a lot more to, to see when you look at like, okay, who do we raid? It's like, well, back when you and I started playing Hunt Showdown, there was only like six other people raid. Like, so there was like, nothing there was like no one. So it was an easy, is it kind of easy to pick through and be like, oh, I've seen this guy before because this is one of four people, not including me. Like it's, it's yeah. super easy, but now it's like when a, when a, when a directory gets so deep and deep with people like you don't know where to go so you just kind of 
hopefully find someone that, that you're familiar with in some way. Yeah. And luckily I've, I'm pretty familiar with my directory anyways mm -hmm. that I can, you know, guide people to a better place, but yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's good. I think it's a good, I think it's a good jumping off point. Yeah. It was awesome. It was good. Um, guys, if you want to follow Curdy, it's at Curdy plays on social media. It is Curdy on uh, Twitch and YouTube. Um, I'll have all the links in the description of the podcast in the description of the YouTube video. So check them out below. Um, and uh, yeah, please rate, review, subscribe, go check out Curdy. Um, it's a fun place to be. It really is. Curdy, thank you for being on. Really appreciate Thanks you for having me, dude. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.